0: It is good to see each one this morning, and again, Happy Mother's Day. I want to talk to you on the idea this morning of a heart, the heart of a mother. Now, it is true, mothers are, 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 are a different breed, okay? In a good way, in a good way, don't, don't get upset just yet. But turn to Exodus chapter 2, Exodus chapter 2. I want to look at the first 10 verses there. Because I believe, without a doubt, the greatest gift that God has given to mankind outside of Jesus Christ, you know, is the gift of mothers. Now, though many times growing up, now most of us in here, you know, our mothers have gone on. There's a number of you who still have your mothers. So you'll relate to this and those of us who have lost our mothers. I lost my mother in 2017. We can remember, you know, that though though many times growing up, we didn't understand their goofy rules. My mama had some goofy rules. And some of you would probably say, your mama had some pretty goofy rules too, amen? You know, well, we don't understand their goofy rules. We didn't understand their goofy way of thinking. We didn't understand the goofy decisions that they made on our behalf, okay? But, you know, we all get to an age that a light comes on and we realize Mama wasn't near as goofy as what I thought Mama was. In fact, I am glad Mama made the decisions that she made. You know, we all run in, you know, I I can remember uh, my mom. You know, if there was a friend that I had that I wanted to run with, and, you know, Mama would say, honey, I just don't feel good about that person. I don't want you hanging around them. Any of your mamas ever told your kids that? Let me see your hands. I don't mind you getting spiritual. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. Any of your kids had your mama tell you that? Yeah. Okay. Honey, I just don't feel good about that person. I don't want you running around with them. And the next thing you know, you know, you, you heard that this person, you know, <clears throat> had got in trouble. They'd been, you know, caught stealing to support a drug habit that they had, you know, and, and, and now you say, well, mama was right. Or I remember another time mama would say, you know, honey, don't go out tonight. Let's just stay in and let's just have some family time together. And maybe the next day you heard of something that would have happened, you know, to you because it happened to someone you would have been with or a place that you would have had went. And something happened and you say, how did mama know? How did mama know? Look, God has given mothers something that we call mother's intuition. And it just seems like mamas know some things, okay? You know, that, that means they're smarter than we are. They know things that we don't know. You know, it means God has given them to a, the ability to just sense some things that lie ahead that we're not able to see or we're not able to understand. That means we need to listen to our mothers a little more than what we do. Now, understand this. Mothers don't like telling us some of these things that they have to tell us. You know, it, it, sometimes it hurts them more than it hurts us. You know, and I, I know that's what people used to say. My daddy used to say, son, this is going to hurt me a whole lot worse than it hurts you. When he got through, I was wondering about that. You know, I, I felt like telling him, Well, you bend over now, then let me get you, okay? And see who hurts the most. But it's the same way with mothers, you know. You know, mamas don't like having to make some of the decisions they have to make on our behalf. But again, mamas know Best. Okay? Now, let's this morning, I want to take a look this morning. And look at a mother who was about to make the toughest decision of her life, the hardest decision that she would ever have to make. A decision that I don't I doubt any of you mothers that are here today would have had liked to have made. You see, the decision that this mother made was based upon what she felt was best for her child at the time. A decision that no one else would understand, and probably she herself didn't understand why she was making the decision that she made. The decision was going to hurt, but it was a decision, again, that she felt was best for her child, you see, the decision that her mother makes is usually one that is for our best, even when we do not understand it. So let's jump in and take a look at the basis of this decision that this mother had to make. Verse twenty, our Exodus chapter one. Look at verse twenty-two. Okay, this mother had a great concern for her child because of the, a, degree, a decree that was put out by Pharaoh, and here's what. Chapter 1, verse 22 has to say, And Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born you shall cast into the river, and every daughter shall live. So Pharaoh said that to get us where we're going to look at today, Pharaoh had sent out a a decree that every male child that was born, they had to... Though him in the the river. They had to kill every male child that was born. And because of Pharaoh's concern, you know, for the fast-growing of the Hebrew nation, of the Hebrew people, you know, he feared that they could one day turn against him and overtake him and his kingdom. That's why he sent out such a decree as he did. He instructed all the midwives of that day to abide by this ruling, and every male child that was born you know, was to be put to death, and every girl that, you know, she could be saved. However, some of the midwives, they feared God more than they feared Pharaoh, and, and you know, they they didn't tell about this one child that was born, this one male child that was born. Now, as we get to chapter 2, we see a young Hebrew woman getting married, conceived, and had the greatest fear she could ever have happened to her, she gave birth to a male child. Now, look at verse 2. And the woman conceived, and she bare a son, and when she saw him, he was a goodly child. You see, this mother saw this beautiful child as a gift from God. Now, do you destroy a gift from God? No, you do not. You see, other translations say when she saw him, she saw that he was a beautiful child. That's what goodly means in the King James. You know, and she hid him for three months. For three months, she hid this child that was supposed to be put to death. Now, this should not surprise anyone. You know, all mothers feel like their baby is a gift from God, and all mothers feel like their baby is the most beautiful baby there is. If you don't believe that, Ask one of them. I mean, in fact, have you ever heard a mother say, you know, when the doctor, Doc, have you ever had a mother, when you gave her her child, look at that baby and say, this is the ugliest baby I've ever seen? None? Not even if the baby was ugly? No, let's not go there. No, no mother has ever looked at her child and said, this is the ugliest thing I have ever seen before in my life. I mean, my Gosh, look at that cone head. That's just the most shapeliest cone that I've ever seen on any head. No, mamas don't do that. Mamas think this is the most beautiful baby that has ever been born because they understand this baby is a gift from God. Now, if there's one thing I have learned in my 35-plus years in the ministry, is that you have to go out of your way when it comes to mothers and their children. You see, what we see here, the second thing in verse 2c here, is that, you know, this mother sought to protect her child. Mothers protect their children. They are mama bears. Look at uh, verse 2c here. And she hid him for three months. Why did she hide this baby? Because she wanted to protect her child. You know, and if you want to wake up a sleeping giant, don't just bomb Pearl Harbor. You mess with a mother's child, and you will wake a sleeping giant. That's why you know, even in the church, and I've learned in my 30-plus years of pastoring, you have to go the extra mile when you're working with children. Whether it be in the nursery, children's church, or any children's activity, you have to make sure that that mama's child doesn't get hurt. You got to make sure that mama's child is not neglected, you know, or you even got to make sure you don't hurt that child's feelings. Because if you do, you got a mama bear to deal with. And you think a grizzly is bad. Deal with a mama bear, and you'll see what bad is all about. You see, mothers don't mess around when it comes to their babies. Now, we as dads, what we think is funny moms don't laugh at. Take it from experience. Y'all know me. I do and say some things that probably I shouldn't, and it gets me in trouble. Let me give you for one insta- uh, a couple of instances here. I'm going to use Timbo as an example here. When, <laughs> when Timbo was younger, I guess probably four or five years old, Debbie came running in the house, Come out here, come out here. You know, Tim's hung in a tree, and he's going to fall, and he's going to break his neck. Well, I'm thinking to myself, now, wait a minute. If he's hung in a tree, if he's hung, how's he going to fall? You see, that's the way daddies think. But all mama could see is he's going to fall and break his neck. So I go out there, and Tim is hanging, the, uh, Liam caught him on the back of the britches, and he's hanging there with his arms going like this and his legs going like this, and I just started laughing. That didn't go over too well. Because all mama could see is her baby falling and breaking his neck. All I could see is this is the funniest thing I've ever witnessed before in my life. I got scolded. You know, another time. I'm going to use Tim for an example on this, too. (laughs) Because this is funny, too. And you know this is funny. You remember. He was a little older this time. We were still in the old building. Okay and, and Debbie and a, I don't know five, six, eight, or ten of them uh, of other ladies were standing in the middle aisle talking, OK? Well, Tim found a snake out in front of the church. So he, he picks up the snake, and it was a little garter snake, or I wouldn't let him pick it up. He picked up the snake, it wrapped around his hand, and he was letting it bite his finger like this. And we was all laughing. All the guys out there thought that was funny. And you know me, sometimes my mouth opens before my brain engages, okay? I said, go show your mama. Wrong. So he goes in there, mama's there with a bunch of ladies talking, and he's got this snake letting it bite his finger, okay? And Tim says, Mama, look, and she says, Hush Tim, I'm talking. Mama, look, hush Tim, I'm talking. Well, one of the ladies happened to look and see him with a snake biting his finger. They scattered. Debbie started freaking. It was all, but I had to take him to the hospital because he got bit by a snake. Well, the guys, we we out there just laughing. Do you think Mama laughed? No, Mama didn't laugh. I got scolded again. I get scolded quite a bit, you know. But Mamas don't play around when it comes to their babies, okay? Mothers are great, but let's face it, when it comes to harm coming upon their children, they don't have much of a sense of humor. No offense, mamas. Next thing here, let's look at this tough decision that this mother had to make. Verse 3. And when she could no longer hide him, she took him uh, and, and uh, she took and uh, uh, built an ark of bustle brush and dabbed it with slime and pitch, and put the child therein, and she laid it in a flag by the river bank. You see, a mother's first and foremost concern is always, always the well-being of her children. Always. You see, no matter how tough a decision, the first and foremost concern for a mama is what is best for my child. How hard it must have been for this mother to make this basket, lay this three-month-old baby in this basket, place it in the river, and let it flow down the river and stand there on the bank watching as it slowly disappeared. Mamas, don't you think that would be a tough decision to make? This was a tough decision for this mama to make. And then as she watched, here come some people down by the riverbank and they saw the baby. They saw The baby. And and to top it off, the one who saw the baby, along with some of her maids, was the daughter of the man who gave the order to kill all male children. Now, can you imagine what this mama was thinking now? Uh oh, I done messed up. That's Pharaoh's daughter. And Pharaoh is the one that said, All male children. She's just going to drown that baby. When she sees my child. Mamas, have you ever made a decision and then wondered, did I mess up? Haven't we all? Look, a mother's tough decisions, though, always comes with a price. It always comes with a price. This price this mother had to pay was the loss of her child. Her child was gone. As a result of the decision that she made, what a price to pay. You know, that reminds me of another person who paid a great price because of his love for me and his love for you. And that was our Father, God. Who because of his love for you, because of his love for me, he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. God loved me. Think about this. God loved me so much. God loved you so much that he was willing to sacrifice his son so that I could live. Folks, that is love. Now, let's look at the next thing here. A mother's tough decisions are many times misunderstood by others. Look, no doubt there were some who talked about this mama who gave her baby up. You know, and, and they just didn't understand how could a mother send her child down the river? How could a mother just send her child away not knowing what would happen to him? You know, even her daughter, you know, probably who stood by there and watched as she'd done this, said, what's going to be the fate of my brother? How could mama do this to my brother as the daughter watched. Especially when she saw pharaoh's daughter was the one who who pulled him out of the river, and though they may you know we may not always understand the decisions of our mothers folks, we have to learn to trust their judgment we've got to learn to trust their judgment now, the outcome of this mother's decision what was the outcome? I mean, a tough decision in verses five through ten let 's take a look at that decision when decisions are made that are bathed in prayer, listen to me, mamas, when a decision is made that is bathed in prayer, the outcome of that decision will generally always work out together for the good. Immediately, not always, but give it time. You see, though the mother made the decision to let this baby go, what happened is God had set the course for the future of this child And by her making that decision, God's course would stay on track, would stay on track. Let's look at verse 5 and 6. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, and her maidens walked along by the riverbank. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maids to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child. And behold, the baby wept. And she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. Whoa. It's a male child who belongs to one of the Hebrews. What was she to do with it, according to her dad? Drowned it. Right then, right there, drowned it. But what do we see in that verse? She had compassion on it. Do you think mamas have compassion on their children? You better believe they do. You better believe they do, God has a path for each and every one of us, and the decisions of a godly mother can even keep either keep God's plan you know for the child on course, or the decision that mama makes can alter the course that God has laid out for that children mama you you have a great responsibilities, mother, because the decisions that you make for your children can either keep them on course for what God has for them or it will take them off course. If your decisions are bathed in prayer, chances are it's going to keep that child on the course God has laid for it. But if you just make emotional decisions, no prayer involved, you're probably going to make decisions that's going to alter the course that God has for that child. And mamas, I know we don't want to be guilty. You don't want to be guilty of altering the path that God has for your child. You know, that's why it's so important that mothers be a mother of prayer. You know, don't make decisions based off of emotions. Make decisions based off of prayer. You see, had this mother, you know, made her decision based on emotion rather than prayer, she would have continued to hide that child and in doing so would have altered the course of that child's life. You see, God has a way of always bringing a child and a mother back together. Think about this for a moment. There may be some of you here today who. One of your children has just disowned you. They've gotten mad at you. They've walked away. Seems like right now the relationship may be severed and that you'll never have a relationship with that child again. Listen to me. God always has a way of bringing a mother and a child back together. If you are in that situation this morning where you have a wayward child, just hold on. Just hold on. Continue to pray for that child. Continue to pray for that relationship. And give God time to work his work in their life. You see, God always has look at verse seven. Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter. You see, his sister kind of walked down the bank watching it what's going to happen. And when she seen Pharaoh's daughter, you know, get the baby, she said to his daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women that she may nurse the child for you? Hmm, good question. Pharaoh's daughter couldn't nurse the baby. So here's his sister saying, you know, what if I go get a Hebrew woman who can nurse your child? It'd be your child We can nurse your child. And the maid went and called the mother's child, or the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me, and I will give thee wages. And the woman ch- took the child and nursed it. Now, can you imagine this? She's standing there, she's watching her baby float down the river, wondering, Have I made the correct decision? Or have I really messed up? And then when she sees Pharaoh's daughter take and pick the baby up, knowing it was Pharaoh's daughter who had issued this decree, wow, I have messed up now. And the next thing you know, what happened? God brought her and her child together. Isn't God good? He brought her and her child together. When this mother made the decision to let the child go, I don't think she could have ever planned out What would happen next? I don't think she sent her daughter down there and said, Now, you know, you follow it, and and I know Pharaoh's daughter can't nurse the baby, but, you know, ask her if you can come get me. You know, I don't think she had that planned out. I think God worked those details out. I believe she just trusted God in her decision because she knew that she had spent time with God and she knew that God had given her peace over this decision. And that's the key to it, mamas. When you make a decision bathed in prayer and God gives you peace for that decision, stick with it. Stick with it. Even if the circumstance seems to have fell apart, just like it did with her, stick with it. Because of her faithfulness, God saw fit to reunite her with her child. Now, in the long run, a mother's tough decision will usually pay off. Sometimes we see that payoff of a mother's decision up front, but sometimes it comes later in life. You know, sometimes we have to just let our children go and trust that God's going to reunite us at some time, in some way, in his timing, as we trust that he has it all planned out. And trust me, he has it all planned out. Either way, if a mother has sought God for the correct decision, there will always, there will always, there will always be a payoff. Just trust God. Mothers, God's gift to mankind. Yeah, in our younger years, many times we think they're the dumbest creatures on the face of the earth. Okay, yet the decisions they make. Sometimes we think it are the craziest things we've ever heard. But listen, if we was to listen to our mothers more than we do, maybe we would find ourselves in a little less trouble than what we are. You young folks here today, if you would learn to listen to your mothers a little more than you do, you would probably find yourself in a lot less trouble than what you're finding yourself into now. This Mother's Day, I hope you'll all take time to say thanks to your mother in a special way, if she's still with you. Because again, a lot of us in here this morning, our mothers are no longer here. And for most of us, we, 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 I know myself, and I'm sure some of you, I wish I'd have had one more day with Mama. One more day. I wish I could have said one more thing to Mama. Because we don't always have them. And you younger folks, you better understand that this morning. Your mother, you know, I, like I say, my, my mouth talks before my brain engages, and it had not engaged yet, so I'm going to go ahead and say this. Your mother is one breath away from death. Think about that. We all are one breath away from death. Be thankful for your mother. Spend time with your mother. You know, no, she's not perfect, and she never will be, and no, she doesn't do everything right, but listen, she did give you life. And if she thinks, uh, if she's like most mothers, she has sacrificed an awful lot for you, things that you don't even know that she has sacrificed. Let me just close with this. I don't normally quote country music songs, though I have no problem with some country music, okay? But Cody Johnson, who's from just around the Grofton area, just south of Grofton. he won a Grammy Award for Best Country Song last year. And that song was entitled, Till You Can't. How many of you have heard that song? Great song. Until You Can't. And I think it would fit here this morning, talking about mothers, especially for those who have lost your mother. Here's what one of the verses say here. So take that phone call from your mama. And just talk away. How many of you would like to have one more conversation with Mama? Amen. Because you never know how bad you want till you can't someday. Don't wait on tomorrow because tomorrow may not show. Say your sorries. Say your I love yous. Because, man, you never know. And then the course goes like this. If you've got a chance, take it. Take it while you got a chance. If you've got a dream, chase it. Because a dream won't chase you back. If you're going to love someone, look at how it ends here. If you're going to love someone, or if you're going to love somebody, hold them as long and as strong and as close as you can until you can't. Children, love your mama while you can't. Trust your mama while you can. Obey your mama while you can. Because there's going to be a day you can't. No longer. The heart of a mother. They love us even when sometimes we're not lovable. You know who that reminds me of? God. Who loves us sometimes when we're not even lovable. Look, if you're here today and you've never accepted that gift that God gave in the form of his only begotten son because he loved you so much he was willing to sacrifice for you, maybe today needs to be the day that you accept that free gift of salvation that God is offering you. Maybe you're here today and uh, we're going to have a song of invitation here in just a moment. Maybe during that song, it don't hurt to move around. Maybe you just need to go hug your mama. And tell her how much you love her, how much you appreciate her. I know I would love to hug my mama one more time, but we can't. I can't. And some of you can't. While you got your mama, love her while you got a chance, hold her while you got a chance, kiss her while you got a chance. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, I come to you i oh.